Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. A new restaurant in Kensington is named after a 17th century nun. Sora Juana Inez de la Cruz threw off the shackles, restraining her femininity. So how does 17th century feminist food taste? It's Mexican. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadas Kuznets at 1800 North American Street with restaurateur Jill Weber with... uh this is restaurant number four. Soar Inez, congratulations. Thank you so much. So restaurant number four, what have you learned so far? <laughs> what I've learned all went away during the pandemic. So, I, you know, now we're on round number two. You got to start anew, start fresh. Totally start anew. What I do know is that I'm so happy we have a huge outdoor space because if we did not, then I would, I think, be freaking out. So was that always the plan for Soar Inez to have a big outdoor space? It, it was, it is. It's lucky for the restaurant. Lucky for the restaurant. We're actually in, and believe it or not, there's a parking lot, there's parking, there's, we're going to have massive, you know, 70 seat outdoor seating. So it was always part of the plan. And I think, you know, we've learned, one thing we've learned as restaurant owners is that people need that diversity. Come on, it's warm weather, you want to be outside, it's cold weather, you want to be inside, you want to have shelter, you know, you got to kind of diversify. Yeah. So what is this place? There's a giant like parking lot out here and there's a big, like there's a lot of different businesses. I mean, you're a restaurant. Right. So this is actually the Next Fab compound. So Next Fab, which um, actually my husband owns. Uh, so he is my landlord. But um, we've got Keystone Bicycles. There is Resource Exchange, Bob Beattie Architecture, all sorts of great things, including Next Fab and Sorinez. All right. So what is Sor Inez? So you have Cafe Inez. Mm-hmm. Is this like Inez's sister? It is. So the muse for this restaurant is Sor Juana Inez de la Cruz. So Sor Inez, she was from the 16th century. She lived in Mexico and she was a nun, thus the Sor sister. Nun. Not the kind of sister that I thought of. No, <laughs> not, not, not the kinship sister, the, the nun sister, but, um, Scholar, feminist, nun. She taught herself Greek, Latin, and Nahuatl, the language of the Aztecs. She was an amazing woman. 
And so the food is? The food builds on that trend. So we focus a lot. It's Mexican. We focus a lot on indigenous native ingredients to Mexico. So there's heavy plant-based because you think about pumpkin seeds, beans, tomatoes, corn, lots of corn. And we do have some meat dishes, but we are very vegan friendly. And this is, right now you're doing takeout. Takeout and uh, delivery only. We do have some tables outside to sit in. If you want to come in, get your food, grab a to-go margarita, charred corn margarita, and uh, come sit on a table, have, have your margarita, beer, tacos, whatever you want. But there's no table service. Correct. There's no table service. So, you know, you, you bust your table, get your food, that kind of thing. Now, this is cute. I'm looking at your tablecloths outside and they match the <laughs> wallpaper in the bathroom. You noticed. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, yes. So, <laughs> I love them. Actually, they, it's tablecloth fabric. We papered the bathrooms in, in tablecloth fabric from Mexico. So, actually, just about everything you see inside, we sourced from Mexico itself. And, and I, you know, I went on some trips with my designer, who's uh, Miguel Horn. He lived in Mexico City for five years. He and I went out and talked to artists. We talked to a bunch of people and we brought back stuff that we liked from Mexico. So it was ma- made in Mexico. What do you want the feel of the restaurant to be? Oh, so if you, the, the feel, if you look inside and I'm, I am looking inside right now at these beautiful, yeah, you have open doors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Open doors, these beautiful plastered walls. And it feels like an old Mexican casona, an old like mansion. And it's just a place like, like maybe your abuela has cooked for you or maybe your abuela was, you know, talking to Sorinez earlier today, <laughs> but, but it's, it's a, it's a cozy, it's a very cozy place. And I, and I think we really focus on fresh, good ingredients, but that are true, that are true to Mexico. So this isn't, you know, we're not about kitsch. We're about real, real good food. I mean, the, you know, um, Alex Tellez, our chef is amazing and he's from uh, Michoacan. He just makes wonderful food, but, but you feel like you're in Mexico. This isn't, we're not trying to, we're not trying to recreate Mexico. We're not trying to send you to a tourist zone. We really want, want you to feel like, yeah, this, this is the kind of food I would have were I in Mexico right now. And I see that you're, so, you've got the planters out here. So the plants are coming. Plants are coming. You can see the um, hibiscus trees, but the plants are coming. Yes. And you know, there was, there was a frost just recently. So it's a good thing. I'm, I was worried about my hibiscus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell me about the food. Let's go through the menu and the cocktails. Okay. So we, like I said, we're, we're heavily plant-based. So one of our, uh, one of my favorite dishes is actually called Alt Pastor. So you may know about the uh, Al Pastor tacos, which are pork and pineapple. This is Alt Pastor, which is cauliflower roast to the same way as the pork like on the rotating trompo and marinated and then that's cut up with the pineapple and put in a taco delicious so a nice vegan alt pastor uh we have oh a wonderful mushroom pozole oh tlacoyos tlacoyos are one of our one of our specialties so tlacoyos it's like a boat shaped masa we'll call it a um, bread it's not a bread though it's a it's but it's flat a flat bread shape and it's got beans and cheese and nepalis cactus so again these sorts of native indigenous ingredients like the cactus like the corn like the pepitas the drinks are similar so for instance we have a nice hibiscus drink with vodka we have charred corn in a margarita so we're kind of building too on the same ingredients that inform the food from the kitchen informs the drinks from the bar and of course we're going to have mexican wines and we'll have wine from Chile and Argentina. And we have quite a bit of Mexican beer on the menu right now. And we'll have draft, too. Full bar. Tequila, too. Lots of tequila. And get ready for your mezcal. 
because we're definitely going all in on mezcal. Nice. What does it take to get this off the ground? I know that this is something you were planning for a long time. Was it postponed because of the pandemic or just like Philly, you know, guidelines? Well, everything. And I, I want to say, right, and I know that sounds funny, but if, if you think about I'm sure you've spoken to a lot of restaurant owners who were delayed before the pandemic. It's just that those same delays were doubled, tripled, quadrupled because, you know, when the pandemic happened, okay, there were times when even construction had to stop. And then when construction restarted, you know, everything was more expensive. And then they had so many things they had to do. And, you know, so you're just talking and about... they didn't have inventory. And they didn't have inventory. And they couldn't come work here because they still had to do something else. So, you know, it's just like everything was compounded. And then staff, you know, a lot of people are talking about having trouble finding staff. And that's a problem, too. So, I mean, you name it, we experienced it. So is it still going on? I mean, I know the pandemic is still happening, but is that why so many places are not like full on opening? Is it because of the staff? Yeah, that's a that's a big part of it because a lot of places don't have enough staff to actually if they're if they're old, um, old, if they're experienced, if they've been open for a while, they still can't even open seven days a week because there's just not enough staff. So and then the new places we're struggling to really hire in part because, you know, these are unknowns. It's an unknown. Yeah. Um, and that's that that makes it tough. Although fortunately, you know, we, we have been in business since 20. Well, our restaurants have been around since 2010. So I think, you know, we're not we're not flashing the pan. Uh, people can trust us. They're going to come work for us. Then then they know we're here. But and you have other restaurants. Too. And we have other restaurants. And it's 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 industry wide. It's just really tough right now. That's it. That's been a big problem. Huh? Yeah. So what are the expectations for the summer right now? When people want to start going out, are people going to be able to go out? Are restaurants going to be open? I think so. I think, you know, right now, I think we'll get through this. I think we'll get the staff. I think we'll work it out. And then by the time summer rolls around, yeah, I mean, we'll, you know, I think I even misspoke. I said 70 seats. I think it's 100 seats out here. So you want to come out, come here because there are 100 seats and you won't have to wait very long because there's a lot of places. But um, I, I think people are just ready to go, ready to get out. And, you know, if you've got a big outdoor space, please, I, I think it's it's going to be filled. And I, it's going to be spread out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We You can see right now how huge. Yeah, you have a lot of space. Is. Do you think we're ever going back to squish together seating? I'm not. I'm, I mean, seriously, I, I don't, I can't imagine. I'm looking at my bar and I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's wonderful. I, I get upset if I can't find a seat at the bar, but I don't want to be in that situation right now where I'm, I'm like, every time I lift up my hand to eat, I rub somebody, a stranger. I don't, I don't want that. And so I don't think my customers want that. I know my staff doesn't want that. So I, I think it's going to be a while before that happens. Yeah. Before we're like three deep at the bar mm, and like yeah, elbow to elbow right. sitting down. Mask off, basically spitting on each other. Yeah, I mean, that's not... You're over it. You're <laughs> good. So that's a good thing that's come out of the pandemic. I, I never liked that. I, I think it is. I, I Look, it's healthier. You know, I mean, it, it really is. And I, I think we now have a healthier understanding of... of, of Yes, we can get sick from each other. And and yes, of course we always could. But this this has kind of emphasized this the the um seriousness of that. How how is re- opening a restaurant during the pandemic? Scary. It's very scary because, you know, there are things that would have happened in the past like, okay, we would have just had a normal opening inside and and we would have invited media and we would have done this that and the other and and that's that doesn't happen. And right now, you know, we're not open inside in part because I don't want to be. And uh so, you know, we're we're just kind of just trying things. It's like, what what do you do in a pandemic when you open a restaurant? I don't know. Let's try this. 
<laughs> um, and so, you know, some, some things have worked. And sometimes we're like, you're open? Like, yeah, we're open. But, you know, it, they're just, everything is weird. And you can hear, you know, like, what's interesting is you can hear all the construction going on around us. So even today, they closed the road in front of us because they were paving. And it's just like everything happens. Everything. This is a big space. Like, so this is, you know, every time I do stories about restaurants, it really is a story of neighborhoods. Mm. So this is... Uh, Kensington, a part of Kensington, but um, is it, this is developing? Oh, it's developing a lot. So, you know, I think if you just, again, we're standing in the parking lot, we're looking out to the corner of Burks and American Street, and I see a new, what is that, a five-story apartment complex, and then I see a couple uh, empty lots that I know are going to be built on. Oh my gosh, turn to the south toward the city, and, and look, there's another new building, and there's more construction, and there are cranes. Oh, over there, look, those two. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just so much going on. What do you predict will be, say, next summer? Oh, I, I would not be surprised if we were looking a little bit like, uh, like Washington Ave, right? Like all that construction, all those new buildings and, and maybe even some more retail. I think it's going to be that dense. Yeah. And, uh, and pandemic-wise, do you think that we're going to be out of this for 2022 you're talking what do you think i don't know i mean from a restaurant owner's perspective yeah i i think by that time we're we're, well like we just said it's not like it's going to be normal but i think by that time we're going to feel we're going to be back to you know maybe maybe being inside at 70 percent capacity because again 100 percent capacity does not feel good does not feel safe so i i think i and of course there will be people who don't feel that way who just who don't mind being elbow to elbow but I, I think we're going to have that. And it'll probably be like there are restaurants you go to if you if you feel a little, you know, I want to be alone. And there are restaurants you go to if you're like, okay, cheers. Let's, you know, hang out, hang yeah. out knock together, whatever. <laughs> what do you love best about Sor Inez? Oh, so this, this well, one, I, I love... I love the concept. I really do. I just, this, this Sor Juana Inez de la Cruz threw off the shackles, restraining her femininity and her, her desire to be a scholar and do research in the 16th century. And she, so she had to become a nun, but she did. She did whatever she could. She had to, to, to write and to, to do as she wished. So I just love that aspect. And it just made so much sense because we wanted to do the plant-based Mexican food. And so it's just perfect. It's like a perfect combo of influence and function or, you know, so that, that, and the food is amazing. I cannot even tell you how good the food is. Every time I try something, I'm like, Oh, that's, that's better than what I just had. Oh, no, that's better, too. Oh, no, that's better, too. What's, like, the top? I know you mentioned a couple of things, but what are, like, the top three things we have to try? Okay, I would say the wheat lacoche quesadillas, which are wheat lacoche and cheese. Definitely the alt pastor tacos. And I would say the tlacoyos. And drink-wise? Oh, wait, and can I add one more? I, I want to yeah, add yeah, one more. Because Chef Alex makes the best almond cheese, so it's a vegan cheese. He's got this beet salad that's just killer, and it's got the almond cheese on it. It's outrageous. Oh, Outrageously wow. good. All right, drinks and desserts? Drinks and desserts. So we've got a churro, and we've got a goat milk flan. And then uh, the drinks, I told you, I love the uh, the charred corn margarita. That is my absolute favorite thing on the menu. I love corn. I'm a Hoosier. I'm from Indiana. Corn is my John. I don't say John frequently, but I will in this case. When in Philly, right? <laughs> yeah, right. When in Rome. So, the, <laughs> so that, that drink is just delicious. I love it. What's been the most difficult part about opening? Honestly, it has been third-party delivery because we are so far away from Center City that when there's a busy night, uh, they just cut us off. <laughs> and so you can't get us unless you come here and we're far away. So that has literally been the biggest issue. 
Wow. Do you see that being overcome in the future? Or? Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Jill Weber, she is the owner of Jet Wine Bar. Cafe Inez, Cafe Inez, Soar Inez, and Rex 1516. Right. And congratulations on Soar Inez here at 1800 North American Street, the newest restaurant in your family yeah. of restaurants. Thank you. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at Food in the 215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.